This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Trump administration's recent dismissal of not one but two departmental-level inspectors general isn't sitting well in some quarters. My next guest says that, by statute, they report to Congress but not the White House. Here with his analysis, Bob Tobias, professor in the key executive leadership program at American University. And I guess the larger issue, Bob, is that this didn't bode well for the sense of oversight on those Lord knows how many trillion dollars are yet to go out the door to try to aid the economy. Well, that's true, uh, Tom. You know, Glenn Fine was the acting Department of Defense Inspector General who was appointed to chair the Pandemic Response Accountability Committee. And it's this committee that's responsible for conducting audits, program evaluations, and criminal investigations of all coronavirus legislation enacted by Congress. A huge, huge job. Now, eight days after he was appointed chair, President Trump replaced Mr. Fine as the acting DODIG, which meant he could no longer chair that um, that committee. So he removed Mr. Fine, and that followed the firing of Michael Atkinson on 4-3, who was the intelligence community IG. Now, President Trump provided no rationale for the discharge of Mr. Fine, but he explained quite clearly and explicitly that he dismissed Mr. Atkinson for his deciding that the whistleblower complaint was urgent and required notifying Congress. Now, we have these two actions, and then we have the president sharply attacking the Health and Human Services Inspector General, Christy Grimm, who released a report from her office that described the widespread testing delays and supply issues at the nation's hospitals. And then we learn that President Trump also has a list of three or four additional IGs that he's considering discharging. Now, the IGs serve a very unique role in bridging the executive branch and the congressional branch um, in our government because they are required by statute to report to the agency to which they're assigned and to Congress. So they have this dual reporting role, and they have this huge responsibility. And um, President Trump, I believe, is making it very difficult for these 13,000 IG employees to perform their critical, essential role of oversight of the executive branch. Firing Glenn Fine was a difficult one to understand. The other one I can see, well, there's politics there. There's that kind of got blown way out of proportion in some sense. But on Glenn Fine, first of all, one of the nicest guys in the world and has been a long-serving public servant that I've never heard anything said about him that other than he's a great public servant. And has Yes, he's been in the IG community since 1995, and he was the deputy inspector general and has been serving for over four years as the acting um, inspector general at DOD and is well-respected and so well-respected that he was appointed to be the chair of this most important committee overseeing the implementation of the um, coronavirus legislation. So there is absolutely no explanation, no rationale, 
And the only reaction that we've received so far that I've seen from Congress is an attempt to introduce legislation to replace him um, as the DODIG. But there hasn't been what I would have expected, the huge bipartisan uh, complaint about his replacement. We're speaking with Bob Tobias, professor in the key executive leadership program at American University. And it seems like a lot of issues have slipped a little bit by the wayside, like people almost forgot there's a primary election series going on and leading to a national election in November because of the coronavirus. And what I thought was odd about the dismissal of Glenn Fine is that, I mean, if you have someone acting who is career and you want someone appointed, fine, but then appoint somebody. But no one has been appointed. Well, no one has been nominated to. to I'm sorry, nominated. Correct. Yeah, no one has been nominated. And what the president did do was put the acting inspector general from the Environmental Protection Agency and made him the acting DOD IG. So this person is holding two positions, which meant that Mr. Fine could no longer hold that position. But it's incredible that President Trump would appoint one person to hold two jobs solely to oust Mr. Fine from his position. And of course, there are a lot of long-running Inspector General vacancies, and these actually go back a couple of administrations. And so in some ways, you could say that the function of Inspector General just simply has not been served well by top political leadership for a long time. I agree. Now, keep in mind that this whole Inspector General creation occurred in 1978, following the Watergate investigations. And there were 12 IGs created at that time. There are now 74 IGs across the government. And certainly um, presidents have not been cheerleaders for inspector generals. These were created by Congress to give them better oversight of agencies. Now, it seems to me that it's time for Congress to step up to its initial goal of creating oversight of agencies in the federal government and ensure that the original intent of the legislation is carried out. Yes, and that doesn't seem to be what Congress is concerned about whatsoever. I was also surprised that there was not more hue and cry over that. They're trying to craft bills, and they're not in Washington, too. That makes it somewhat difficult, perhaps, for them to get the the, uh, microphones of attention they're seeking. Well, the, the legislation has enjoyed bipartisan support. You know, over the years, um, the expansion of the IG community, the support of the IG community, the budgeting of the IG community has been long bipartisan support. I don't see that today. Bob Tobias is professor in the key executive leadership program at American University and longtime observer of these things. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks a lot, Tom. I appreciate it. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.